Fucking Savage Mind Podcast listeners. Tune in, crank it up, share, get your soul fed, get your fucking mind right, get your fucking savage rules in order, and build up your fucking calluses in your fucking hands and in your mind, and fucking help help yourself so you can help other people's. Man, how the fuck y'all doing... Wherever you're at. If it's morning, evening, afternoon, it is fucking, we are in Texas. It is evening right now. Uh, I'm both pumped, anxious, nervous, excited. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I usually spend a lot of time having a lot of a whirlwind of a different energy levels all the time. Anyone that knows me knows I'm pretty high energy. But I switch gears really quick, and I do what needs to be done, always not what I feel like doing, but that's what we're supposed to do. We do what needs to be done, not what's always as comfortable. But one thing I'm excited about is it's been in the 70s, the last couple of days in this part of Texas, and that means we are getting into fucking my time of year, which I love spring. I love the 70s, but I'm really a summertime guy. Not 100 degrees, but I still like it warm enough to not have a shirt on, to fucking have a pair of shorts on, pair of slip-on shoes, pair of fucking flip-flops, and my time is when I can get in the water and the water feels good. But I'll take this over fucking flooding and over fucking freezing. Any fucking day. It's still a blessing. Beautiful days, beautiful weather. Fucking find the excuse to get outside. That's enough to get outside. Even if you have to work inside and you have a, a, a job or a career that's indoors, get outside to eat your lunch. Get outside and take a walk. At the beginning of your morning, your day, whatever it is, just get outside and get some fucking sunshine every chance you get. It will help your mood. It will help your life. It will help your health. And... We'll talk more about that later, and it changes it changes your whole mindset on stuff. The more you get within reason, we talked about this in other podcasts. It's 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 a it's a game changer. It's a mentality changer. It's a to me, it's a life changer. I I I, I can't. I'd never want to wish away the time, but I love I love when this. I think we only got maybe a week or a little bit, maybe less than ten days till the time changes, and we get that hour back. I call getting it getting life back, getting my life back because. We get so much more shit done. It's the truth. I like to get shit done. I like to get the most out of my day. I don't look at it like losing an hour of sleep, sleeping in, none of that shit. It's not about being in a hurry. It's about getting the most of the time that we are blessed to have the opportunity to have on this earth. That's the way I see it. So, anyone that keeps up with any of my social media pages, my podcast, um, Knows me in real life, whatever it is. I'm do start the David Goggins 4x4x48 challenge tomorrow. And we managed to rustle up a little fundraiser at the last minute. If you listen to the last podcast, I decided to do this in less than a week. Uh, <clears throat> when I say I have not trained up to people that live in this mentality and this lifestyle, understand the difference between training and working out. 
maintaining. Maintaining and training are totally two different fucking animals. So no, I do not feel like I'm trained up. But for the people I network with and communicate with and the people doing this challenge, I wasn't going to tell that group of fucking savages, those fucking animals, that I wasn't ready. You get what I'm saying? Doing air quotations. Because they ain't fucking listening to that. And I feel like the only way to really hold myself accountable was to do it. I could do it any dates. Was to do it on the date that people were doing it around the globe. There might be some people doing it from my area. I don't know anyone. If they have, I haven't seen their tag themselves in it. It's not about credit. It's about the fucking challenge. That's what it's about. It's about putting in the work. It's not about competition. It's not about competing. It's not about comparing. It's about fucking competing with yourself, not other people. Uh, I know there's one lovely uh, savage uh, woman who's, man, she's, this, 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 I'm not going to mention her name on here. Maybe she doesn't want that. Never met her in real life. Let me tell you something. When you run, when you work out, when you do obstacle racing, whatever it is, whatever that is, there's people you connect with from everywhere. No one supports you like those people do. So this, uh, uh, this is a beautiful woman. Uh, she's, she's, she's fucking uh, doing a 75 hard challenge. She's doing the four by 48, 75 hard challenges. Andy Priscilla's challenge is 75 days. It's two workouts a day. She's fucking on the hook for the four by four by 48 that we start tomorrow. Everyone's starting at different times because of different times on the globe and our different responsibilities. And she's got a race coming up this week. My fucking hat is off to this. Mad fucking respect. So I was originally going to start in the morning and I've realized it doesn't line up with my schedule. Um, I need to really be off and not go to work, but that's a whole different story and subject. We'll talk about that later anyway. Uh, don't want to go there right now. So uh, that's full-time employment. And uh, uh, I had to work around some other obligations and priorities that I already had obligated myself to. So I think Goggins is starting at 8 o'clock in the morning. I mean, excuse me, 8 o'clock in the evening, and that's just not possible for me. So I was originally going to start about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. <coughs> Excuse me. Sat down and wrote it out, and that's not going to work out either. So the time I came up with tomorrow is between 1 and 2 p.m. Four miles every four hours for 48 hours. I will be doing every run I can outside. The rest of them, as much as I hate it, I, would, I wouldn't got a... Uh, treadmill that we had somewhere else that we were not using brought it back home i will be doing it in the living room or outside if it's not raining uh to keep the noise down but i will be doing that because the gym that i occasionally use closes at seven o'clock and during the week and uh nine during the week and seven on the weekend some shit like that not 24 hours can't stand the place it was a reasonable rate, so we took it. And I don't use a gym that much, but the rest of my family does. So I'm gonna have to refigure. I'm gonna have to reconsider that later after using another place that was 24 hours for years. So uh, there's a place, a uh, local charity that runs an outreach center. A great friend of mine, known the person nearly all my life, got a hold of this. Got a hold of her at the last minute. Just said, "Hey, uh, I'm doing the I'm doing uh, the Goggins four x four." My 48 challenge 
I don't know if it'll help. I know that y'all are trying to do this for the homeless. You're trying to get a food truck. You're trying to, you just need funds for your, they do a lot of good things. This is in my local community. And I just said, hey, uh, we had a lot of plans for fundraising last year. And a lot of them got canceled because when, obviously, like everything did, and the whole fucking conversation that rules the fucking nation right now and the world is COVID-19 uh, or political shit or whatever it is or fucking weak ass soft ass cancel culture shit we won't go there right now which that's another conversation uh, and a lot of the stuff that we had planned we couldn't do because we couldn't gather places we couldn't get people together at first everyone was so was so paranoid and so scared which was understandable now that we know a little bit more about it well what we're told about it anyway I guess it decides what you believe. People need to be instructed on what to do because people can't make decisions for themselves. But anyway, wonderful people, wonderful what they do, very selfless. And I was like, hey, I'll put up $48 and see if you can take some contributions. Contributions to any fundraising, any donations straight to you. Uh, anybody wants to put up anything towards that. Uh, run it off my back. I'm going to do the challenge. I'm going to do the miles. Anyone that just is uh, wants to support, that appreciates what I'm doing, uh, take whatever your donation is. No, no, Nothing too small, nothing too big. And donate it to uh, Lovey's Outreach in uh, Ellis, County, uh, Ellis County, Waxahachie, Texas. And, uh, uh, and tell them my name. And it's... Uh, for the David Goggins 4x48 four by, four by challenge that I'm doing from Friday to Sunday. So, nervous about that. But I never have plans on not finishing nothing. I don't, like I said, the plan is I, I, I kind of got my paces down of what I think I need to do. And I'll post about that later. Starting tomorrow afternoon for the next 48 hours. All of my social media pages, everything will be about motivation, will be about discipline, will be about psyching myself up, staying fucking focused. Uh, so anyone that I do business with, that we talk regularly or whatever, knows I always answer. No matter what it is, I will get back to you, but all of my social media will be focused towards that challenge. And then we will get back on track after that. Uh, so next thing at hand... This evening's podcast. I was going to do another one, but I'm going to have some different things because I'm doing a bonus episode in the next week after this challenge is over because I want to talk about some things and then talk about the results and how we, how I did and, and what was the outcome, what were my thoughts, uh, how I feel and how we collaborate and network with this community across the globe, across wherever we're at, across the United States, just across town, wherever it's at. Uh, anybody that is local, uh, that hears this, be glad to check, uh, give you some support for doing it as well. I don't know anyone around here doing it. Uh, you know, that's cool. I think that that's, hey, anyone, anyone close proximity to myself that's doing it, hey, tag yourself, man. Or, uh, if you got a team or whatever it is, because uh, we're all supposed to support one another. So let me get to this podcast at hand and let y'all get back to your evening or morning, wherever you're at.
I want to talk about something that goes on and it's gone on. This has been something since the beginning of time, like very many things. Most of the time we see this in the workplace and we know about it. We talk about it. We bitch about it, but we don't address it. This goes on in all walks of life. I think the most talked about, the most problematic place is in the workplace usually. But it's 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 in all walks of life. It's in families. It's in relationships. It's with friends because of our need to be, again, for popularity, to be liked, to be accepted, to not piss people off, to not get anyone where God forbid that we have someone piss at us and we lose fucking social attention. Long before social media, long before I was on this earth, we just didn't have it dialed in right and labeled. And I've heard these terms my whole life. So we know that they are legit. They are also offensive. We also want to find like so many other things of the truth. We try to deny them. We don't want to identify ourselves as that or people that we love and care about until it affects us. And then it's a problem. It's like anything. Most people do not identify themselves as that. But as you listen to this, you know if you are that. And that's boot-licking, brown-noser, brown-nosing, ass-kissing cocksuckers. Did y'all hear that? I don't know if I could have been more clear about it. Let me say it again. Boot-lickers, brown-nosers, ass-kissers, cocksuckers. Not only in the workplace, but everywhere. But specifically in the workplace. Let me ask y'all something. Have you ever really examined why people do this? And not only why society accepts this and encourages it, just like fucking being fake. I've said that in the past podcast. I say it in real life. And let me remind you, again, for people that don't know, or you're tuning in for the first time, or you know me in real life, anything I fucking say on social media, in podcasts, I fucking say in person. Unlike... The vast majority of people in today's times. Keyboard warriors. You'll say shit on social media. You won't fucking do it in real life. I am the same. If not more profound in real life. And it has nothing to do with me thinking that I'm more than I am. It has something to do with keeping it fucking real. Telling the truth. Sticking to the facts. And not sugarcoating stuff. And that is everything society does not want. Can y'all not see it in every walk of life these days? We do not like the truth. We do not like to be held accountable. We do not like to deal with reality. Why do we encourage it? You know why? one of the reasons why we encourage it and we accept it? Because we don't want the fallout from it. And because we think that we're going to gain something. We think we're going to get more advantages. We're going to get more resources. We think we're going to get made. And if you don't know what getting made is, go fucking... Check it out for yourself. Go look it up. Y'all want to be made. You want somebody to make you. You want somebody to let you skip a step. They'll lock you. They'll try to save you from what you think that they're going to do to somebody else. And chances are, they're not. And even if they do, even if they do like you, ass-kicking, cock-sucking, ass-licking, kissing, cock-sucking, and brown-nosing, no matter what you do, and we'll get to this in this podcast before we're over, they don't respect you. 
and you don't fucking respect yourself. So let's get into that. I might know, this, this might be a part two. We might need to follow up and call the next one something else. We just wanted to talk about, hey, how many brown nosers do you know in society? Are you the brown noser? Is it a family member? Was you taught that? Or did you just start doing it? Why did you start? Did you, most people that do that is because they're fucking scared. And people that lie all the time is because they're fucking scared. We do this so people fucking like us. We do it for advancement. We don't want people to fucking be mad at us. God forbid someone be mad at you. For being exactly who you are telling the truth. See, this society does not reward truthers. This society does not re reward authenticity. It does not reward people who are real. Because then you actually have to deal with shit. We're more worried about, and you'll hear this across another podcast in real life as well. We're more, more worried about social consequences. That's what we're worried about. We're worried about our comforts and luxuries. We're worried about people taking shit away. Well, most people are worried about taking shit away. Most of y'all are. If you haven't lost any luxuries or gave them up voluntarily, then you're worried about losing them. For those of us that have gave a lot of stuff up voluntarily and involuntarily, doesn't worry us very much. Because with the exception of our loved ones, because people, people matter more than things. And I'll say that again. Let me be clear in case anybody hears this. Share it with your fucking friends. Let your suck-ass fucking brown nose and co-worker, friend, sibling, boss, whoever listen to this. Because people don't know how to separate your abilities, your fucking work ethic, and fucking telling the truth. Let's just say we're talking about the workplace. Let anybody here that needs this. To hear this that needs to hear it. Understand this. There are some of us. That gave up so much shit voluntarily in life. You can't take nothing away from us. This is people. We're not talking about our loved ones. You can't take no object or material thing. Or money away from us. That we haven't gave up voluntarily. And understand this. We'll get it back times two. Maybe not tomorrow. But we will. Because we've done it. So those little fucking threats only scare the fucking weak. That's why they fucking brown nose and suck ass. I just want you to understand what this means and why people do it. And if it applies to you, then like anything, oh fucking well, quit being a bitch. Quit being a brown noser. People don't fucking respect it and you don't respect yourself. We want to be accepted. We want to get the sale. We want to get the promotion. We want to get the date. We want to get the lay. We want to be fucking the popular person. That's why we fucking do it. Dissect all of those down and think about it. Not saying any of us haven't did it probably at some point maybe to get the date or the lay. We're talking about what is your consistency. We all did some things at some point in life. The point is to get away with it. We're talking about your fucking character. What do you do consistently day in and day out on a regular basis? You know if you're this person. D, let me tell you something. A fucking fact. These people can't never be trusted. <clears throat> These people need constant reinforcement all the time. They are very fucking needy. They need to be reminded. Of, it's like... 
fucking petting a child or your pet. It doesn't matter what it is. Understand this. These people are willing to throw almost anybody under the bus. Most of the time, these people have done this throughout their life. They probably got groomed to do this. No one corrected it. It probably started in school. And they realized at some point that they got more advancement. They got further along by kissing ass. Now, understand this. Let me backtrack a minute. Just because you don't kiss ass don't mean you're problematic. But to a weak, soft, insecure world and to people who are not real leaders, they li that, they'll like brown nosers. And they'll take someone like myself and people like me who bring up real issues. It's legitimate concerns. We're not just talking about the workplace. We're talking about speaking the truth. Speaking up for ourselves as well as other people. We're always a problem. Remember, all you got to do is go against the grain. Tell the truth. Hold people accountable. Bring up real subjects. Not allow yourself to get ran over. Don't accept the status quo. And you're, I mean, this and a list of other things we'll talk about in another podcast. And you're a fucking problem. You're difficult. You get labeled difficult when people can't manipulate you or run over you. And you don't accept shit at face value. Understand that. These people probably did this early in life. They probably seen it. And they probably seen that it worked. That it was effective. Because you know why? We really like ass kissers. We like brown nosers. We like our fucking ego stroked. We like the people tell us how fucking great we are. We don't care if it's legit. We don't care if it's real. We don't care if we look right at them and we know that they're not sincere. Just so we don't say it. As long as we hear it. it. Let me tell you something. Flattering people, a lot of brown nosers will flatter you. It's really a fucking art. So they can get more information out of you so they can use it against you later. Remember that. We'll talk about that later. They will throw people under the bus so fucking quick. They will sabotage. They will snitch. They will make shit up by whatever means necessary for their own self-advancement. So they can dodge the fucking bullet. So they don't get the cut. So they don't get the termination. So they don't get deleted. So they don't get blocked. So they don't get exiled. So they don't get excommunicated. <clears throat> Our need for acceptance drives this when we are not confident and secure in our own abilities. You understand that? The only way you do this is because you're not confident in your own abilities and you, to be able to separate that. I used to say this all the time in my longtime employer that I worked at for over two decades. It should be by the work and the character. It should have nothing to do with how you agree with someone. Listen, let me tell you this. I said this more than once. Just recently. And I want y'all to write this down. <clears throat> agreeable people, especially in the workplace, people that are real agreeable, people that are real compliant, people that ruffle no feathers. The nice guy, the nice person, always goes under the radar. They can do less work and it will get commended more. A person that is vocal. A person that is outspoken, a person that doesn't put up with shit, can be twice or three times the worker they are, mentally and physically, and it will get more overlooked. If you're going to speak up in this life, 
especially in the workplace, make sure you back it up with work. These people, myself, wherever I've been at, <coughs> excuse me, I always said it, and it's the truth. This is a fact. When you have a target on your back and you put a bullseye on yourself, you're always going to have to do more. Always. Because what a lot of people do that have a limited mentality or they like their ego stroked, this is what they do. I said this when I was referring to somebody years ago. They were talking about how good a worker this group was. And I told them, I said, those are very nice people, mainly all men. They are very respectful. They are very punctual. They said, they are damn good workers. I said, they're average or less. We, I retrained every one of them. They are nice guys. Let me tell you why they're nice guys. They don't want no attention brought to their self because they don't really want you to know that they really don't know their job that well after all of these years. They don't want, they want to stay under the radar. The reason some of us do not mind attention in the spot, attention in a target on our fucking back that we speak up for ourselves as well as others is because we are that fucking confident that we feel like we can bring it up. If I'm going to do the job, if we're going to put up with the bullshit, if we're going to sit here and we're going to be loyal and we're going to do more than we're asked to do, then we can bring up legitimate issues and we can bring up stuff that needs to be addressed, legitimate concerns. If not, then we don't need to be here. This is me in any environment. It's kind of like trying to get the part, trying to get the casting call. If you have no problem getting on that couch or getting on your knees in the beginning because you were worried about advancing your career, don't wait 10 or 15 people deep to come forward then. The fact of it is you could have saved all them people if if if, if you got abused, if you got uh, uh, molested, whatever it is. What happens is we don't want to fuck stuff up for ourselves. We want to wait till we're already there. And then we want to address it. You know why? Because that might be our only chance. Not very many people have the fucking nuts, the courage to say, you know what? I'm not where I want to be yet, but I don't want this happening to no one else. It's just like molestation in the family. Molestation going on somewhere in the church or whatever. You feel, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. I'm sure it's hard. This is not this podcast. This is not this subject. But the thing is, is, this is not targeted towards women or anybody. Especially if you're a fucking a conscious younger adult, fucking speak up. You could be saving someone's life. It's this is why you always tell the truth. It goes the same thing for substance abuse, the same thing for being lazy, the same thing for enabling <coughs> excuse me. Any of this. <coughs> you let people get pissed off, you let them get their feelings hurt. You let the cards fall where they may because it needs to be addressed. And let me tell you something else. Whatever you think you're saving yourself for, you're only delaying what they're going to do anyway. The consequences, and I'm going to say this again, for telling the truth and standing up are not near as bad as the consequences later down the road long term for not doing so. Understand that. I get so wound up about this because it's the fucking truth. I can't, I have no respect for these people. These people will go out of their way to do it. And I'm going to tell you something else. The people they're cock sucking and ass kicking, kissing, 
they're also still cool to the other people. And the thing is, most of y'all let them slide. You don't even fucking address it. Let them know you know. And then fucking go do a good job. Don't be an ass kisser. Don't be a brown noser. Where we grew up, this is called busters. Pussies. Bitch status. Yeah, I said it. I said what I said. That's what the fuck I meant. Most of our, when we grew up, our neighborhoods wouldn't let us be like that. That's why we're not that. These people, these are some things to look for. These people fake laugh. They fake laugh or talk about stuff that they're not interested in to make people like them. They engage in conversations and topics to, to make themselves fit in, fit in when they're not even fucking interested because they like to, somebody in a position of authority or power or with money to look at them and pat them on the back. They'll get that that they will give them a pat on the back or an attaboy or at a girl and never do a fucking thing for them. Except that because that's enough for them people. That way they think they're gonna come do it one day. There are some isolated cases that probably happens, but it's very rare. Because if these people they like ass kissers and brown nosers in the first place. Then they, then they, they're not confident in themselves either. It doesn't matter how much money they have. The fact of it is, they know you're fucking sucking dick. They know you're kissing ass, and they let you do it. And they're gonna kick you to the curb until the next person comes along. It may be one year, it may be five years, no telling how long. When the person comes along who's fucking got their craft detailed better, and they're a better ass kisser, the next level. You're going to get pushed aside. And then what you're going to do is you're going to go in there and say, why not me? Why have I waited all this time? Have I not did everything you asked me to do? Have I not kissed your ass good? Do I not give good blows? Do I, am I not a good bootlicker? Do I not shine your shoes good enough? Our abilities to be able to fucking work, to be a fucking good person, to be a good person of character, through our actions, not what we say, should have nothing to do with having to kiss people's ass. Never. Ever. And this world's fucking full of them. That's a fact. These people are really fucking agreeable with everybody. They'll agree with you right to your face. Everything they just agreed with you. And go over there the total fucking opposite. And agree with the other side. There's nothing wrong with saying. Hey I, I, I see both points on both of y'all. But they agree with whoever is there. At that time. They will hardly ever, if at all, express how they really fucking feel. Because again, somebody might not like them. They might say, hey, that's a fucking red flag. I thought you were on my side. See, that's what people really want. We don't really want to grow and evolve. We want fucking people on our side. <clears throat> Understand this. The people that are ass-kissing... The ideas, the goals, uh, the people in charge, their ideas and goals become those people's ideas. To the boss, to the fucking leader, to whoever it is, every idea they have is fucking great. Understand that. They will fucking tell them everything is good. They agree and whatever it is. Stroking their ego again. They lack confidence to rely off of their skills, their abilities alone so they think that this is the best way to get attention that they fucking seek and desire these people are in abundant 
especially with social media nowadays. Let me tell you something. I always say this, just like I do many things. If we were putting how we really feel in our real life, our personal life, and on social media, our fucking circle would be different. Our fucking posts would be different. Our friend list would be different. And let me tell you what would happen. We would naturally gravitate to the right people and they would gravitate to us. So when people ask me, do you think you're just supposed to say what you want to say anytime? Fucking damn right I do. It does not mean it's an attack on person. It does not individually attack anybody. Anyone's religion. Anyone's uh, sexual preference. Anyone's race. Never. You feel like it's an attack. Because it fits you. Social media is a great tool. Again. But it's allowed us to be cock-sucking, brown-nosing ass lickers at our best. Talk shit about somebody. Get on there and blow up their feed. Fucking likes. Well, this is why we do it for material things and other things all the time. We know people aren't living. It doesn't matter. We can know someone's not living that life. We can know we can fucking can't stand them. But we agreed. Like for a like. I don't want them to think I'm hating on them. So I am. Fucking say, if they had a fucking bullshit button on there, we our crowds would be different. Even families would be different. This is how you weed people out. I want people to naturally gravitate to us, to me. I naturally gravitate to them. If a thousand people got to fall off, then so fucking be it. We're supposed to evolve into who we are. We're supposed to grow. And that doesn't make everyone comfortable. And it doesn't make everyone happy. Everything feels like an attack to someone who feels like it fits them. As I've said before, no one's sick of your bullshit more than the person that it applies to. Put it out there and let them weed yourself out. They'll tell on themselves in due time. Don't worry about that. There's so many abundance because social media has allowed this to go on. You can't be yourself. That's not accepted. But you can be fake as you want to. So what do you think the next generation does? A lot of this lines up with people that have a lot of fucking daddy issues. Or mommy issues. The boy who has really bad mama issues. Girls who have daddy issues. They will go above and beyond. And it will happen in every place they go. Until. Hopefully. Doesn't mean it's always going to work. You fucking call them on it. Fucking call these people out. Because the thing is. If you're worried about losing a friend or a family member or whatever. You should have never worried about that anyway. Everything that we delay and it goes too long. The, the price is higher to pay later. I'm going to go. I got to get some rest. I got to get ready to go to work tomorrow, unfortunately. And I have a challenge to do. And uh, because we do difficult shit, it's not about winning or losing. It's about accepting the challenge and fucking finishing it. And helping somebody else get the fucking courage to do the same thing. There's power in this shit. This is where the power is at. This is where the real fucking gusto is at. So before I go, understand this. The people that you are ass-kissing, brown-nosing, cock-sucking, and boot-licking, they don't fucking respect you either. Understand that. This is Savage Mind Podcast. Stay humble. I want to add a side note to this. Stay humble, but don't, don't let anyone think because we're fucking humble that that allows us that we accept anything they offer. Part of being humble is being confident with yourself and not accepting what people tell you have to accept 
in your fucking workplace, in real life, in your family, in your circle, at all. If they threaten to cut you off, cut you out, terminate you, block you, delete you, you fucking let them do it. Better sooner than later. Don't respect these people. We don't respect you. You don't respect yourself. The people in charge don't respect you. Y'all fucking stay humble. Live savage. Be nice to many people as you can. Take shit from no one. I'll talk to y'all this week after the fucking challenge is over. Love y'all.